Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the most prestigious match. One of these teams will be crowned champions of Europe tonight. This is as big as it gets. Breakthrough for Manchester City! Roderick blossom into the lead! It's DiMarco in the crossbar. Oh, Romelu Lukaku kept it out! Gosens with the header, Lukaku kept out somehow. And tonight, Manchester City become the 23rd winners of the big one. Champions of England, FA Cup winners, and now, at last, champions of Europe. Well, it just got a whole lot brighter in this studio. <laughs> My goodness, we are absolutely thrilled to welcome in Manchester City legend, Sean Wright Phillips, who brought some friends with him to Stamford, Connecticut. Quite a lot of them. Quite a lot of friends. <laughs> How are you, sir? Thank you so much for coming. I'm good, man. Thank you for having me, everyone. This is a thrill. Um, okay, so Man City ambassador, it has to be a pretty good time to be uh, representing this club because they seem all they seem to do is win hardware these days. Yeah, What's that been like? I don't know. It's, it's always been a good time doing anything representing the club, but of course, when they're bringing things like this around, all the trophies and the friends and being able to give back to a lot of the fans that can't actually get to the stadiums as well, which is the most important part. So it's always been good, and this is just makes it even better. It wasn't, it wasn't like that when you were <laughs> growing up with City, right? It wasn't. Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. It, was like, it was like a roller coaster, wasn't it? We had good moments, but we also had a lot of down moments. But the fans have always been the same. If anything, back then they were most probably a lot louder. Oh, really? Yeah. Impressive. Wow. How, how close do they let you get to those guys? Do you get to... I'm allowed to touch them. You can touch them? Yeah. Who, That's pretty dope. But, like, we couldn't touch them, just to be The clear. Premier League one is the one. <laughs> That's the only No, because one. they have, basically, a rule. You have to win it before you can't physically touch the other mm -hmm. one. Wow, makes sense. Amazing. How lucky do you feel being a Manchester City ambassador? Like, it could have worked out in a parallel universe. You're a Scunthorpe ambassador. There's not much, <laughs> not much fun happening. No disrespect there, to Scunthorpe. Know, just to Scunthorpe. <laughs> um, I'm always wanted to stay in football, and I think after Phoenix Rising, I had one more operation. And while I was doing my rehab, a guy called Miles Garden reached out and Karen Proctor said, would you love to do some stuff for City? And I just jumped to the chance because when I left there the first time to go to Chelsea, I always said I would go back because that's where I wanted to eventually end my career. So to still be a part of the club is amazing. Before we get into City and, and everything that you've done since you've, you've left the game, I want to talk about your daughter because <laughs> she's incredible. How, how often is she training? How has she been able to get to this level so far? Because it seems like she's going to be the next huge English, English star. <sighs> It's a hard one with her because you would think she's been playing football 
for since she's three, but she hasn't. She's only been the last two and a half years at, at most. She teaches herself in the gardens. I remember I said to her, What's the, what do you want for your birthday? And she said, Dad, can I just have a ladder and some cones, please? And I was like, what for? And she just goes and does it herself. And she does a one-on-one -on -one training now. She's at Arsenal, which he will be happy about. <laughs> so yeah, she's really enjoying it and she's progressing really well. Wow. Incredible. Well, it is uh, an absolute honor to have you here today. So on, on Tuesdays, we like to open up our Tuesday mailbag. And so with you being here, we uh, asked some of our viewers if they had any Manchester City-related questions for us yeah. yesterday. Are you cool to, to answer some of the yeah, questions that definitely. we got? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> what a guy. All right, let's, uh, let's check out some of our questions, guys. What do we have here? First one. Oh. I like this. I mean, this is an obvious one, I feel like, but and I feel like I know what you're going to say. Will Man City win Champions League this year? I think I don't think I want. I'm going to say yes, I believe they can. But I think from a realistic point of view, I think that would be disrespectful to a lot of the other good teams that are in the competition to just say they're going to win it outright. I think there's, it's a hard competition and sometimes it's luck of the draw. Like they won it last year, but I thought they took the harder route with the teams they came up against to get to the finals and they still managed to do it. So um, although they need to always play well, you still need sometimes that hint of luck like you saw in the finals. Who would you like to see them draw then in the next round? <sighs> Anybody that they can beat. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, every, can beat I was going like... to say they can literally beat anyone. How? But how much of a relief does it feel to like kind of get that the monkey off the back of the Champions League? It's like the club finally won that elusive trophy. Does it does it free you up at all as a supporter of this club now that you've you've won it? Yeah, it has to. I think because that was the only thing that was held against yeah. the club for whatever reason. They was saying the club's not elite because they haven't won the Champions League, but. Not only did they win the Champions League, they also won the treble in the same year for the first time. So it put a lot of questions and queries to bed and now everyone's talking and they're just trying to find something else to basically talk about to dismantle the club. But the club's still going strong and fighting on all fronts. How good does it feel to be the favourites? It's amazing. It is actually amazing because normally it's never been heard. But to be fair, it's City. In the last three competitions, I would say in the Champions League, people have tipped them to win it and they, they actually got there and didn't and lost to Real Madrid, obviously, in the, that crazy game that happened. But the year that they won it, I think they did it the perfect way because I went to Istanbul and just everything that they did, the way they had it set up, the families that were there just felt right and they won it on that trip. How, how impressed are you with Pep Guardiola? As a former player, you know, you've played under some, some big-time managers, jo Jose Mourinho. When you look at Pep Guardiola, is, is it just his plan that's changed the tra trajectory of this club? Like, how, how influential is he to Man City's success? I would go as far as saying he's influenced the whole Premier League. I think what he's done, he's evolved the game of football to a totally different level, where in, in a lot of respects, he's taken a lot of managers out of their comfort zone and they're having to try to do the similar things. So if you look at Liverpool now, Trent plays that higher role, that hybrid right fullback role that Cancelo was doing. Pep's moved away from that. We use a Kanje or Stones now that come from the centre-back to, to bulk up that midfield. So I think in terms of football, he's changed the whole game completely. It feels like he's one step ahead of every manager. He, he makes tactical decisions and then, and then everybody adjusts to him. I think he's good at solution solving 
especially in-game as well. I mm. think he can see things that are happening that sometimes some players don't notice and he can somehow correct it and make it work. He does always seem to be like two steps ahead of everybody else. He just has that look in his eye, that pep look. It's like he knows something <laughs> that we don't know. I know. It's very, it's very unsettling as a Liverpool fan, but I won't say it. That's, that's neither here nor there. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's get to more mailbag questions. We have one from Rodrigo P. Mendez who wants to know, who do you think is the most important player on the team this season? Rodri. Um, I would have said the same thing. Yeah, I think even last year, he was just key to that, that success. I think this year, obviously, when he got suspended, you could see that. I, I wouldn't say the players are not capable enough to play without him, because I think they are, because they're all fantastic. But I think the way City play in general, he makes them tick. That everything, the ball goes for him, the, he, the way he positions in transition as well, when this is the other way around, I just think he's a massive part to that puzzle. Mm -hmm. I'd say Ruben Diaz is probably the second most important player on that team just because defensively he's all over the place, so consistent, perfect time, perfectly timed tackles. Um, without KDB, I thought there'd be a big drop-off, and it seems like Pep Guardiola has tinkered and, and managed to still keep the same level without such one of the best midfielders in the world. I think when you have Alvarez, he's won the World Cup and anything's possible, do you know what I mean? He's slotted him in that number 10 row and you look at it from another, you can go back to old school where they had that little and large combination and that's almost what it is at City. You've got little Alvarez behind him who scores from outside the box as well as inside the box. And he also links up really well with Haaland, so that's kind of balanced it out. I would say in certain aspects of the game, you can still see we miss that Kevin De Bruyne touch in respects of the passes he plays into the box and the chances he creates. But in general, I think they're coping really well. You mentioned the Argentine opened the door. My family is Argentine. So let me tell you my story of how oh I, I how strap in. No, no, here we go. So when Tevez was my idol growing up, Boca fan, and then I followed him every step of the way throughout his career. And right when he goes to City, it's, it's around the time of the takeover, a little bit afterwards, right? And you were on that team that was up and coming and, and was really changing the face of Manchester City. Talk to me a little bit about what that was like, especially maybe like, Give me a Carlos Tevez anecdote. He didn't speak English from what I understand. Like, how did you communicate on the front line with somebody who didn't understand what you were talking about? Um, football is universal language. I think if you have an understanding of football and an understanding of how that player wants to play, you don't actually need to speak the same language. Mm -hmm. As soon as you see him in space, pass him the ball and vice versa. And that's just how we worked. And what were you shouting? Do you know he's the only person that used to say my whole name in the dressing room. Like he would never just call me Shawnee and say Shawnee, right, right, right. Like just all, all the time. But we got on really well. And he's like, it was hard to train with him. Respects of he always conserved all of his energy for the game. So sometimes, if you're playing seven asides and one person ain't running, it's him. It's a nightmare to defend against. But when you go into that game, he was almost like a light switch. He's like, okay, I'm ready to go now, and he would just do anything that the team needed. It was a fantastic thing like, to have. I feel like for some managers that would drive them crazy because you know, you hear managers that say, I need 100% every time. You gotta train your best, train like you play. Yeah. And you know, there's some players like, hey, we, you know how many games we play a year? I'm chilling in training. Yeah, there was a, there, there was a few players like that, but if you're producing mm -hmm, on right. the pitch, it kind of puts the rest to bed. Nico's kicking out right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I met, when I met my guys, because that was, that was the team that, I, I remember, like, I would obsess in FIFA Aww. in Manchester City because of Davis, and it opened the world to, to European soccer yeah. for me, really. I was, like, 
15, no, very 14. Cool. Good man. <laughs> yeah. a good man. All right. Uh, next question. There's obviously a lot to celebrate. Last season, winning the treble. But if you had to pick your favorite moment, Sean, from last season, what would it be? I would say one of the biggest moments I'd say for me was the game Arsenal Man City at the Etihad. I think that. <laughs> Sorry, Alexis. <laughs> you suddenly got pumped in the stands. <laughs> no, I didn't. I love that you said he, that. He went, he went. They scored, and he kind of was like, and the fan looked at him and goes, "You Arsenal scum." Is that what he said? My mic is dead, so I can't. Oh. Uh, yeah, he 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 grabbed him and like physically. Touched him, pushed him. Yes. Yeah, so not, so not winning Champions League. It was that match that no, was your because, favorite moment. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think that moment there set the rest of it all up. Uh, I yeah. think it was kind of a knock-on effect. Mm -hmm. And after they beat them the second time, it was almost like no matter how well or how well we don't play, we have the tools to win the game. And that happened all the way up. Every game they got to that was important. They just kept winning. I, I, I we were at that game, and I was like. Arsenal looked like boys yeah. in that match. Kyle Walker put Martinelli in his pocket, and he said, go ahead. You know you can't And the me. same with Ake on the other side. Like. It, it, was, it was impressive. Uh, but now that so this, this is kind of <laughs> – since he went back into time and was talking about Carlos Sevens, who was the best Manchester City player you've played with? Because I'm, I'm going down the list, and I'm like, damn, you played with some, some top, top players. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to say um, either Yaya Torre or David Silva, mm. I would say, am I might too. I thought they was Yaya was unbelievable. I remember playing against him before he came to City and it was a pre-season friendly at the new camp and for whatever reason Mark Hughes said I was playing midfield. And <laughs> then I saw Yaya Torre and I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> out, of all, out of all days, did it have to be today? And then um, I just remember every time you try to get close to the ball where you think he's scanning, looking where to pass, he doesn't know where the ball is. By the time you take two steps there, the ball's gone. Wow. He, he was always that advanced. And then David Silva was just unbelievable. Me and Jolie and Lescott, when he first signed for City, and interesting. Bearing in mind I'm small as well, I was like, he's a little bit little, isn't he? What's he, what's, <laughs> what's he going to do? <laughs> and then in training, we looked at each other and said, OK. He's got Merlin. Him. We called him winning Merlin. 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 Oh, wow. That's, That's how we got the nickname. name Wizard, basically. Yeah. I'm the Merlin of this desk, obviously. <laughs> Golden boy. <laughs> Golden <laughs> boy. <laughs> exactly. Do we have time for one more question? Yeah, one Ryan more. Lebeck? Okay, we do. Um, will Erling Holland break Alan Shearer's Premier League goal scoring record? Um, I know Alan's going to hate me saying this, but if he keeps going at the rate he's going at, I can't see no other answer but yes to that one. To be honest, I think he's frightening. People talk about like this year that he's not at the level he was last year, but so what? He's scored nearly he's scored nearly every game he's played in. What more do you want from your striker? hundred percent. But given that you've seen and played with some of the best strikers to ever grace the game, where does he rank in Premier League strikers? In many different ways, I would put him up there. I think he has something that in a way not a lot of them did. I think he doesn't get bored in a football match of not having a ball, which for me is hard to find in any player, let alone a striker. He can go 30 minutes and not be bothered, whereas other strikers, we've seen Harry Kane do it, where he would come deep to try and get a touch of the ball. Haaland doesn't need that. 
and then you can go in a box and one touch and it can be in the back of the net. That is a gift. I, I feel like there's a pressure, though, sometimes from the manager. You think that the manager wants you more involved in the game. So if you're not getting touches, you're like, I'm not doing my job or I'm not involved. Whereas he's like, hey, yeah, Pep, Pep just said go up there and hang. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's, it's a niche talent for him to have on a serious note. Because even for me, when I played as a winger, if I didn't touch the ball, I would go searching for the ball when really I should have just kept my width because the ball will come at some point. Yeah, he's a special, special player. Um, Sean, are you good to stick around for a bit? If you want to keep me. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. Uh, no, we are. We're going to take a quick time out, but when we come back, you're going to put together your Mount Rushmore of Manchester City players. This is going to be good. Stay with us, everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. day here on Morning Footy. We are absolutely honored to have Manchester City legends Sean Wright Phillips in studio with us today. Um, delightful to have you here and your beautiful trophy collection that you brought. But you are uh, your stateside for a special occasion. There's going to be a big watch party in our, our nation's capital. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Um, really looking forward to it, actually. LKX have done amazing with setting up this, this tour and the things that they've organized for me to do as well. So it's gonna be at Union Station, which is beautiful. Oh, wow. If you have not been to Union Station in DC, it's one of the most gorgeous landmarks um, at 8 a.m. and everyone can come in and hang with you. Yeah. An opportunity to hang with Sean. <laughs> it's more of, more of an opportunity for me to hang with them. Aww. Yeah, which city have you enjoyed the most in terms of these watch parties? Mm. I haven't done that well. We've done a lot of tours. So I would say, 
I've possibly got as far as I did one in Indonesia just recently. Well, which was, wow. in the States, yeah, though. see, that's what <laughs> I because I, I remember you at Bo in Boston. Boston was a good one, but that was more that wasn't for city when I was in Boston. Okay. Yeah, so I just enjoy it in general, to be honest with you. But a lot of the ones I've done because I lived in the States, Jolian normally takes the ones to watch parties and stuff here, and I normally go to like the the fun places that I've never been to before, like Indonesia. Smart man. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Freak of flyer miles up. Yeah. Well, we are so thrilled to have you here on, on Morning Footy, and we gave you some homework on this show. Mm -hmm. we, we made you put together your, your Mount Rushmore of Manchester City players. So, and for those of you that don't know, uh, the Mount Rushmore is basically your top four. Mount Rushmore is the big monument with the the four presidents on it. So we made you pick your your four best players to ever play for Manchester City. And how, how difficult was this, by the way, to narrow it down to four players? Very, very, very difficult because there's a lot of players that I know I've left out that should be in there as well. Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Even that's past and present, I think, because even though they were in the past and there wasn't much silverware, they still played a massive step and a roll to where the club is now to this day. So they don't get on the mountain. I definitely, definitely did. <laughs> you that. did. Are, yeah. they, are you going to get some text, angry text messages after this segment? No, I don't think that far. But <laughs> <laughs> wait till we tag you in this social post. Yeah. Be nice to John. <laughs> but it hits, it hits different when it comes from a player who has bled the color. So maybe they'll they'll forgive you. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's get let's get your your. First player on the Mount Rushmore for Manchester City, the one that it was just kind of like a, a no-brainer to include this player. Um, I said Vincent Company. Vincent Company. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I think, mm -hmm. especially when he came, nobody had ever really, in general, and this is no disrespect to him, would have heard of him. Like, because I personally didn't know too much about him, and I don't think a lot of the other players did. And when he came, he was actually a centre midfielder was where he hmm. predominantly liked to play. And I remember we played against Arsenal again. Sorry, it's not. You love it's not, bringing this up, Sean. We lost 1-0 that game. Now. There we yeah, go. We lost 1-0. Um, and it was me and him in midfield. And we was doing all right. We was holding our own. But he had an injury before. So he had to kind of like cut a chunk out of the top of his boot and kind of just sellotape over it with that gap just so his foot wasn't so compressed. And we ended up losing 1-0, and it wasn't a bad game. I think I gave the ball back, and Arsenal running and scored from one of my passes. And we came after the game, and he went, all right, I've made my mind up now. I'm not playing centre midfield anymore. I was that bad. I'm just going to play centre back. And he that just typified him. He, once he sets his mind to achieving what he wants to achieve, for Vincent, anything's possible. Wow. And once he became the captain, that for me, the club just pushed on and pushed on and just kept pushing forward in the right direction. Could you tell at one point he was going to go into management? Yeah, because like I said, he puts his mind to things like he took up Rosetta Stone and learned how to speak Mandarin in three months. Now, to me, that's not normal. But wow. Vincent Mandarin? Things, yeah, he learned, he taught himself just like that. And that's the type wow. of person he is. I actually knew him because I played football manager. In college, so that's how I knew. All right, scouting at an early age, I like it. All right, great first choice. Player number two, who you got? I think I said Yaya Torre. I was just saying to the guys, obviously, and break just possibly one of the most underrated players I've seen in the Premier League. I think a lot of the City fans get it, and a lot of the people that watched him at Barcelona understand it, but if you 
didn't see this play, I think they should look back and see what he did and how many games he took by the scruff of the neck and just won them on his own. No matter the magnitude of the game, he was always ready to be that guy. What was he like as a teammate? He was very funny, to be fair. <laughs> but some of the stories I have to keep off air. So. <laughs> no, 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 live, live, easy. We're talking, we're talking <laughs> Balotelli funny or, or more funny than Balotelli? Because Michael Richards came and said, Balotelli is the funniest teammate he's at. Yeah, Yaya, once you got to know him, was a very, very funny man. Are I we found... talking like pranks in the locker room, like that kind of funny? Or just genuinely, just genuinely, genuinely like a funny, funny guy? guy. Yeah. And he still is to this day. I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right. I love it. Okay. Player number three. Kevin De Bruyne. Wow, that was quick. Oh, yeah. wow. There's, you're going to leave somebody off? Yeah, I had to. Oh, now I'm thinking. I okay. kind of had to because mm-hmm. in that position for me, it was between him and David Silva. Um, but I think what Kevin has done like now and since he's been at City, it's, just, it's been scary. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, as a, an attacking player, f- for me to have a midfielder like that would have been a dream. It would have been a delight because I wouldn't have to call for the ball. What I'd have to do is make sure I stayed on side and I know at some point the ball will arrive. And for me, that's s- something you can't find in football that often. Even if you look at the players that are playing now, they do not try the passes mm. that he tries. And even if he misses it and that exact same pass comes up again, I can put my money on it. He will try the exact same pass again and it must probably end up with the perfect result. How long did it take you to realize he was that special of a player? I think after the first year, mm. I think. When you, I think to realize somebody is like that is the consistency level. And he'd done it consistently for a, a very long time. And then obviously went for a spell where City was playing without an actual number nine, but he was still making things happen and then Harlan comes in and all those passes that he was actually trying in the first year end up in the back of the net once they got gelled. So it tells you how well he would have possibly done the years before that if he had had a striker like Harlan up front. Ooh, (laughs) you cut him deep right there. Yeah, because he's going to talk about Con. Yes, but they're different strikers. Con likes to come to feet. He likes to be more involved in the game, whereas Harlan almost plays in a way you could say like a Michael Owen where he's off the shoulder, wants to run in behind and that suits Kevin De Bruyne way better for the way he plays because if you look at say Lukaku in the, I think it was the World Cup of the Euros where he scored all those goals and was close to getting the golden boot in that tournament, but that was all from Rom running the other direction yeah. and Kev just sliding the ball in. So it's different players. And you know what's terrifying is that they're still so good without him yeah. right yeah. now. That's, yeah. That is... Terrifying, frustrating, I, a lot of words I can, <laughs> I can bring up right now. But this is when, they come, when he comes back, it's like, oh, no. I mean, yeah, he is, he's, he's world-class, absolutely world-class. Yeah. Before you mention your fourth player, let's talk about the possibilities that are left. I don't know if they told you maybe you can include managers in here. No, they didn't just tell players. me that. Just, just, okay. just, just players. No, okay. So you got Agüero, Silva, Tevez, um, Zabaleta. Well, ah, Zabaleta. <laughs> <laughs> you just going no, down the list of our two players. Well, well, what about top top legends season? like Micah Richards? You know what I mean? Just like the, <laughs> the highest level, highest Mike, quality. Let's be honest. Micah didn't get a sniff at his top four, right? Come on. If it was more than four, if it was yeah. more than four, 
What Mount like Rushmore does like he get? A team, or like a full out squad, <laughs> yes. that he would have had a show. There you go. What Mount Rushmore does he get? Like lunchtime? <laughs> the lunchtime Rushmore? He never left. When we played, he didn't do. He didn't go to the gym ever. And now he looks like a grizzly bear. Now he he's does more gym so thick. <laughs> I don't even know how he fits through doors sometimes. You see him yeah, <laughs> I see yeah. it. He does four full meals. Your handshake and your hand is swallowed, swallowed in right. his hand. Which tells you how strong Gooch is when he beat him in the arm wrestling yeah. competition, right? Yeah, but he's strong. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah, he's strong. Uh, Gooch is a mountain. Yeah. Big guy. Big fella. All right. I'm not breaking up that fight. Without further ado, uh, Sean, who's your fourth and final player on your Mount Rushmore? I totally understand what he says about Holland. I get it. Yeah, so for me, he's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He was great. I think played a time at City where City was just making the strides forward. It kind of started when I was building the, the base of the club. He's come in. He's doing well. Obviously, he had his little ups and downs with Pep when he first come in, but he when he got his chance again, he just carried on scoring to the point where as a player that you can't really <laughs> leave off. But, and he, he, from, he, the ways he scored, and I played in the last game that where he scored that iconic goal. I played in that game, but for the other team. Right. And QPR. Yeah, we was doing okay. Like, <laughs> we, was doing, we was holding our own, obviously. My mate Joey gets sent off, and after then it was just, it was all City anyway, but we defended well, but that goal that he scored just summed him up. The, the goals that he scored in general for that club, they were all sorts of goals and it's something you want from your striker to be able to score from outside the box, inside the box, the scrappy goals, the, the sexy goals, whatever it is, you want your striker to be able to put the ball in the back of the net and I think Aguero had all of those attributes. Amazing. Hard to argue yeah. with those four. Well, well People would just say he shouldn't have been number four on that list. I think that would be the only argument. They'll say he's got to be ahead of Yaya Toure. See, I didn't do it that way. Okay. I just did it centre-back, midfield, attacking midfielder, striker. I didn't set it up as yeah. a one, two, three, four. Uh, okay. Not in any particular order. <laughs> <laughs> people would say, hey. We didn't, we didn't say do it in a particular well, order. Well, you said one. Who's got to be the clear? Well, you go from left to right, question. and then you go down. Yeah, yeah it was like, yeah. And then yeah. after that, it's like, yeah. Charlie's trying to to get the social people to get some information. This is America. It's about engagement marketing. You know what Calm I mean? Down. Hey, have, you, have you seen Bradley at all? Like, has he? You're, you're in New York. No, I've only just got it yesterday. So, oh, when wow. I get some time, I'll definitely see him. He knows that. Yeah. Okay. We have a nice connection and relationship between us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blow them off. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we're going to take another break. We're going to have more with Sean in just a bit. Stay with us, everyone. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. 
the champ, who the champ, I'm the champ, I'm the champ, they gon' all see, who the man, who the man, who the champ, who the champ, I'm the champ, I'm the champ, they gon' all see, who the man, 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 they gon' all see, who the man, 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 they gon' all see, who the man, who the champ. Welcome back to Morning Footy. Well, if you are just tuning in, uh, we are absolutely thrilled to be joined in studio by Manchester City legend Sean Wright Phillips. Um, how has your time on Morning Footy been so far? Um, it's been amazing. Yeah. So far. It's been a lot of laughs and jokes and a little bit of seriousness as well. A Very nice. A little bit, but more, more fun than not. Um, you ready to have some, some more fun? Let's give it a go. We're going to give it a go. <laughs> We're going to play a little game called The Right Stuff. So for those of you that don't know, Sean comes from uh, a pretty impressive footballing pedigree. His dad, Ian, Arsenal legend. Let's go. Let's go. His brother, Bradley Wright Phillips, a two-time Golden Boot winner in Major League Soccer. Mm -hmm. Good friend of mine. Red Bulls, but we all right. Da, 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 da. All right. Uh, and then, of course, we've got Sean here. So we're going to have a, a little family fun. We're going to ask you some questions, and you are going to have to hold up one of your, your sticks and say which, which Wright Phillips uh, fits this category, basically. Yes. You, you ready to do You this? ready for this? I'm going to embarrass I mean, you said you had a great relationship with Brad, too. You know, you guys are... Or close and tight, so yeah, this is, it's, all, just, it's all in the family. Sometimes I just don't pay attention to that's what they're all right, saying. That's alright too. I like this. I like it's a, it's a very sibling dynamic. <laughs> alright, so first question. Mm. Sean, who is the best pundit? Ooh. Because, you know, you both are doing your thing. <gasps> Wow, you said Bradley Wright no Phillips way. You're giving is the best pundit. Speaking of I can see you still can't grow hair or not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, For those at home, they, uh, Sean had no idea Brad was here. over there. <laughs> Who did you say me? Yeah. See, you probably love. Well, you don't have to lie to them. I'm telling the truth. Right, so. Brad, are you surprised <laughs> that he said you mm -hmm. when we asked him that question? Yeah. But he, like, he has to. I mean, you know, his little brother's got no confidence. Aww. Nice. <laughs> That's so sweet. No. What would you say? Sean. I won't say, I'm not going to say my dad for any of <laughs> Your dad's not catching a, a W here at all. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Oh, all right, we're going to turn this mic on. Don't um, worry, guys. Live TV. A lot can happen. Super professional. These, um, these so I have a question. You don't have to talk during this one. You just have to hold it up. Out of the three of you, who's got the best style? Oh, it definitely ain't dad. I know that, man. Why are you gave yourself? I, I would and give I'm it calm today. And I'm calm today. I would give Actually. it to him as well. I only dress color coordinated. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you can okay. dress. You can dress. Have, do you remember the times your dad's gone viral? Even recently, he wore that big puffer jacket. Yeah, just because you go viral, don't mean you're, you dress the best. No, nah, <laughs> you got it. Look at that puffer jacket, because I thought it was. I thought it was dope. I loved it. I like it, but. I it's it's it a little dramatic. It's a little dramatic. <laughs> Maybe he give, was cold. Maybe he was just yeah. very cold. Can you give your dad a little bit of love? The guy's still stylish no, to this day. He's an icon. Hating a little bit. He is very it depends, yeah. it depends what style you like. Bro, his style. Unc Unc gets a w. I say, I say. Look at his style. But look at his style. So he's going to think, yeah, that's good style. <laughs> wow. Sean, Some of us don't fit in Europe. If you weren't wearing the Manchester City tracksuit, what would you be wearing today? Like, what would you have worn for a, a morning show appearance? Plain Jane. 
Plain Jane. It's like a plain pair of chinos and a jumper. Is that a accurate? Baby, a baby grow. Surprise you ain't come with a toupee on. There's back and forth. Oh, gosh. Okay. Ooh, next question. This is a good one. Who would do the best playing in net? Which oh, that's definitely me. Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. You picked the shortest one? No. <laughs> he played with yeah. Ingo. Ingo, he was fighting. You wouldn't believe how good he was. You know okay. what? Should we talk? I think we've got some proof, though. That's a great save. Yeah, there's one that hits me in the head as well. Yeah? No, he's yeah. agile. Damn, you even using headers Good to get reaction. the you know, there, was a, there was a time we, we, he played on my Sunday team because he's, he was a smaller, smaller could, big kid. Could pass sort of thing. He played it? in the tournament for us. He went in goal, we won the tournament. He's unbelievable. Really? Yeah. How would Ian do in goal? He's got no... He can't get that yeah, low. He's, right? he's, 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 he's ankle, yeah. It's going to be tough. Papa's getting no love. Damn, bro. This morning, none. All right, so we've, some of us have been on YouTube. And we've seen some videos, Bradley. Oh, no. So amongst all of y'all, who's got the best bars? Because we know Bradley's <laughs> yeah. a little bit of a rapper. Sean, Sean's a DJ. Um, yeah. I, got, I used to have some bars. I retired now. You still? You retired? Yeah. You retired. You hung the pen up? Well, be a, I don't know. Be serious. You know? take, <laughs> take life serious. I, I think you should give, give the people what they want. Oh, yeah, I think we're seeing, no. we're seeing a little bit of here. <laughs> really put this up? <laughs> Come on, this is you. You've been trying to get this out of me for years. I know. I, mean, I wanted a battle right here at one point. But Lord of the Mics, talk about how important that is for those Americans who are watching right now who don't understand. This is yeah. essential. This is almost like a, um, for the hip-hop lovers, Smack DVD. Yay! You've done all right for yourself. This is our, our culture, right? Our yeah. music, grand music. You... You, you work hard, go on sets, um, and if you're good enough or if you find someone you want to battle, you go into the dungeon in, in Jammer's house, and if you come out of there victorious, your, your career can, you know, go. Was that Jammer's house? Yeah, it's in, yeah? It's in his basement. Where's that? Was that North London? East London. East London. Yeah. All right. That's crazy. For those of you who don't know, look up Jammer. Don't, don't look if, that up. Yeah. Don't, don't look that up. <laughs> Please look that up. Look that up. Uh, just Google uh, Bradley Wright Phillip, Yannick Bolasi, rap battle. It's crazy. I was impressed. Thank you. For the Appreciate record. It. Thought it was pretty good. Um, I think you should rethink that retirement <laughs> Thing, but whatever. All right. Oh, this this is gonna get spicy. Who is the first to get invited to parties? Like who's higher up on the invite list in terms sure. of prestige? Sure. Ooh, oh. We finally got an Ian. Yeah, to be fair. He goes, to every, he goes to every party, doesn't he? He does, but <laughs> sure, the carpet parties. I'd still say Sean. There. Sean's going to be the most fun at the party. Yeah. So yeah. Life yeah. Of if the you party. haven't been out with Sean, you need to go out with Sean. I've been at a party with you, and I've had some fun, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talk about, yeah. Atlanta was a good time. Atlanta was a good time. Atlanta was a good, good it time. Was it wasn't Jamie's basement, but we yeah. had a good time. What, 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 is, what is Ian like at a party? What is he doing? Like, it's loud, isn't it? Yeah, is he loud? loud? Joe likes to be center of attention. Does he, does he yeah. tell stories and like kind stories. of command the room? He's got stories, jokes, and he can sing as well. Yeah. He's got a good voice on him. Yeah? yeah? To be fair, I met Ian for the first time at a party, and I didn't realize Michael Carrick was standing between us. I moved him out of the way. I said, dude, get out the way. Like, yeah, I had no idea it was Michael Carrick. I pushed him aside like he was nobody. I hate you. Yeah, man. I mean, Ian's a legend, bro. Um, how about this? This is, this is cool, because both of y'all played. You had careers. You played in a lot of different teams. So who has the best jersey swap collection? Ooh. Kit swap collection. Uh, it's got to be Shawnee. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Remember your pops too, yeah, bro. Yeah, I was thinking. I don't know. I don't know. Your pops kind of have legends. You play like a, 
a, a different generation. Yeah, yeah man. You, All right, I'm going to give you been to myself. World Cup. You, yeah, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, <laughs> you going to give it to yourself? <laughs> well, for each of you, who's the, who's the top in your collection? I, go on, I'll tell you the one I got for Bradley. Because mm. he admired him as well. Um, Del Piero. Oh, he was wow. at Juventus. Listen, I wasn't a big... That's amazing, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, I wasn't a big jersey swapper. I didn't. But if I could have got one jersey, it would have been Zidane. I remember when we were living together, you went and saw him somewhere didn't bring me back anything. But <laughs> Zidane, that's the only jersey I'd really want, you know? Really? Yeah. You said you weren't a big jersey swapper. Is that because you didn't... If somebody asked, you didn't do no, it? No, somebody... Oh, I'm not that big. T- I wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, if they asked me, I'm going to swap. But... It just wasn't on my mind after the game. I didn't really think about it. Really? Yeah. Is there anyone you wish you would have swapped with when you played? Um, no. I was no. quite um, quite a laid-back person. I'm just not Ronaldinho, kind of, Messi. No. That shirts were hard to get. I didn't get to play against Messi. I played oh, against okay. Ronaldinho, yeah. and he kind of tried to <gasps> foul him. And he that would have been. Yeah, just strong, didn't even move strong. his yeah, leg. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, this story is like, I tried to kick this dude, he didn't even feel it. Couldn't get near it. <laughs> Nothing. Um, all right, who has the hottest takes hot of the takes. fam? Hot takes. Hot takes. That says some wild stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and unafraid to express it. <laughs> is this that? Yeah, you know, Ian is that guy. Yeah. Is there, are there times where you watch some of his clips maybe when they load or if you watch them when you're at home in London and you got to text and be like, bro, what's going on here? Oh, it just... We just, we just know him. We just, <laughs> just expect it. He's the same man on camera and off camera. You know? yeah. There's nothing surprising. Do you think that you're both the same on camera as you are off? I'm trying. I'm new to this TV thing. This How is, are you finding it? I, it's been all right. I thought you've, I've enjoyed you tremendously. I appreciate you. I need to come MLS here more. You, a lot of compliments from you. I need to come here more. Um, I'll build you up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, got, you got work to do. See, now we balance it out. <laughs> it started slow, but it's gone well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's been the, what was the most challenging Just part a bunch of cameras in your face. It's, uh, it's ear, awkward, yeah? Yeah, piece, it was tough, and then it's good now. Chill. Uh, this took me a while, yeah. you know, with the producer talking in your ear. I would answer like, the producer sometimes. I'd be like, nah, nah, you know, just to be in my own conversation uh-huh. on TV. But now it's cool. Uh huh. Yeah. Sean, how did you find it when you made a transition to the air part? Made it a lot easier for uh-huh. me. I think um, when I first started, I got thrown in the deep end. Like they put me with. That's how. They, that's the, the best way to do it. They put me with Dad know. and Alan Shearer. Oh yeah, tough. So yeah. like. <laughs> Tough that was like, yeah. why? That's not the deep to, end. Then you yeah. don't have to say anything. You're yeah, not so going to work. So I learned very quickly. But in, in general, I think the air's been like. The saving grace, you know, when the brakes are coming, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. counts are yeah. very important. All right, very cool. Well, then that's a, that brings me on to my next question. Who has to get the last word in? Ooh. <laughs> Think about arguments. <laughs> okay. I was going to say him or... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there we go. You're not winning that argument. Is that, that, Sean, does that stem from a belief that you're just right? All the time. To be fair, I've got a lot better. I've changed, but before I've definitely said I need it. even if I was wrong, <laughs> yeah, I still saying. need to get the last <laughs> word. Has he yeah. changed, Brad? <laughs> yes, he's matured a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I like you giving him credit for it. <laughs> All right, I think we have one more question. Best goal celebration. Oh, I have to give it to the old man. Sorry, bro. He was a he was he a celebration a, man. But so many are you just different talking about celebrations. One, or are you just talking about just that? in general? No, I think right. Yeah, he has, the best. He has yeah. so many different celebrations. He like changed the whole our whole school will be doing his celebration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our whole area where we grew up. Whatever he done on a weekend, that's getting done. It's done. In the, yeah. Did you have a favorite goal celebration? Is 
and the one where he runs like with his yeah. arms, you oh, remember, it, and he just runs down the side of the pitch. Do I? Of <laughs> yes. course. Shirt half up. Uh, I have one quick question. Uh, who's most likely to not tell their, their brother that they're not in town? That's, a, that's, I've un- never done that's that. unacceptable. I've never that. done that before. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Is that it? I'm telling mom. <laughs> mom got thrown in. Wow. Oh, we're in trouble. Sean, Jimmy, you said you said you would get in touch with Brad at some yeah, point. Of course, correct? I would yeah. never come here and not see him. Yeah, yeah. As the plane takes <laughs> off, was just in town. I don't feel love. It's how I feel now. I don't feel love. Uh, well, wow. we have uh, we have absolutely loved having you both on. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us this morning. It's been an, a real treat for us. This has been amazing. <laughs> All right. Did you have Thank fun? You. Yeah, a lot of fun. When's, when's the next one? Exactly. <laughs> Come back anytime. Hey, Brad, Bradley, what do you what do you think of my Bradley? What do you think of my hoodie, Bradley? Yeah, what? Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> You're going to get me in more trouble. This is awkward, isn't it? Um, all right, guys, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to wrap up Morning Footy when we return. Stick around. We'll be right back. It only takes two minutes of sheer horror. A new Paramount Plus original docuseries. We were dealing with a serial killer preying on elderly women. A cold-blooded killer hidden in plain sight. He's suffocating people with a pillows. Leaving corpses all over Texas. How did it happen? I was responsible for her. The guilt is immeasurable. They covered it up. Pillowcase Murders, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. I need a shower. Welcome back. Here's a look at your Tuesday footy fix and Premier League action to look forward to. Wolves taking on Burnley at 2.30 p.m. Eastern on USA. We also have Luton Town versus Arsenal 3.15 on Peacock. And don't forget tonight, we've got that friendly between the U.S. Women's National Team and China 8 p.m. on Max. What a day we have had on morning footy. We've got the uh, Wright Phillips brothers, Sean and Brad, hanging out. Guys, this has been so much fun. I'm serious. Come back anytime. I think you're the first to have us both together. Yeah, before, that's, right? hey, you're lucky. I, this this needs is to be, Y'all need to have a show or something. This, this is, is big time. This is like seeing a panda. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if I did that, I don't know if I'd be smiling. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Alexis, you had one more question that oh, you yeah. didn't get in. Who's most likely to embellish a foul? Which one of the two of you? Neither of us. Nah. When you come from South nah. London. Oh. No, no. <laughs> Charlie's saying it. These guys are the best. Thank you all for watching. Have a fantastic Tuesday, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. On May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus.